He said, but I want you to know that your sorrow is going to turn to joy. He said, this is what's going to happen. You're going to see me again. And this is what he said. He said, just like a woman that's in travail, that while she's in labor and pain, she's in sorrow. God already said that in Genesis chapter 3. Jesus had every right to teach it from that place. He said, but after she is delivered of the child, he said she received joy as she forget about her sorrow. I will tell you, the way you can reverse the thing is that if you can just think about the good that God did, no matter what you've gone through, no matter what you've lost now, think about the goodness of God with what he gave you. Think about the deposits you made. Think about how you spoke and you prayed. God says to tell you that there is a joy that can come out of your sorrow. <laughs> Genesis chapter 41, verse number 51, as I move quickly, the Bible says that Joseph called the name of the firstborn of his children in a place where he had been in prison, in a, in a, in a place where he was bound as a criminal. He named his firstborn, Manasseh, in a place where he had been incarcerated. He named him Manasseh. Why did he name him Manasseh? For God said he had made me what, saints? Have you forgotten yet? If you hadn't forgotten yet, God said he wants you to call it Manasseh. Whatever it is that has been taken away your ability to put it behind you, call it Manasseh. He said, because God had made me forget all my tongue and all my father's heart. It don't have to bleed into your family. I don't care who started, who molested who, who had incest with who, it don't have to bleed into your heart. Isaiah chapter 55. Isaiah 55 and 11 said this. So shall my word be that going forth out of my mouth. Somebody said, I'm finna forget it. I'm finna forget it. Watch this. It shall not return to me more, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Verse 12 is what I want you to look at. Verse 12 and 13. And I want to shout. For ye shall go out with joy. You're going out with joy. You came in with sorrow, but you're going out with joy. And be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall bring forth before you into sin. And all the tree of the field, the ground, shall clap their hands. Meaning it's in the yielding strength. Verse 13, listen to this. Instead of the thorn, it's part of the curse, right? I'm talking about the word of God. It's part of the curse, right? Instead of the thorn shall come up the fir tree, and instead of the briars shall come up the myrtle tree, and it shall be to the Lord for bragging rights. It shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. In other words, he said, my word I'm sending to you to prosper you. And it is 
word that I'm sending to you to prosper you is going to switch things. And when it switches everything, it's going to be reversed, but it cannot be reversed again. Meaning I'm going to reverse it, but it cannot be reversed anymore. I'm going to bless you, and when I bless you, nothing will be able to curse you. Are you hearing what I'm trying to get across When I bless you, nothing will be able to curse you because that which I bless, I'm not a man like man that I, I'm slack concerning what I declare. If my word go out, that's what it's going to be. And I'm trying to tell some mamas and some sisters and some brothers and some, and some, and some fathers and some, some husbands and some wives. God said, I can reverse that thing for you. I can bless you, and I can fix it that the devil can't come behind my blessing. If you will cling to my word, if you will take it at the very essence of your life, if you will trust me with everything you have, somebody praise him like that. Don't let me have to tell you that, Lord, I'm going to serve you. Pray. He said, it shall not be cut off. Ain't that right? It shall not be cut off. Somebody say, my blessing. This curse is cut off, but my blessing shall not be cut off. Tell them, the blessing that I have on my life, the curse ain't got nothing to do with it. When a curse look at me, the curse see the blessing, and the curse runs from me. Now, I'm going to give you another physics example. After I give you another physics up, I'm going to give you one more passage of scripture, and then you can go home. When you have a magnet, a magnet is a trap to metal. The fields are the same. Therefore, the metal is drawn to the man, and the man drawn to the metal. But if you get two magnets and try to put them together, you get a resistance. Flesh and the devil is attracted to one another.
Every last one of them children, they already delivered. Because what you're finna do, you're finna fight that spirit with the spirit of God. You're gonna resist sickness with the spirit of God. You're gonna resist mental illness with the spirit of God. You're gonna resist every type of addiction with the spirit of God. God's gonna call these things to fall off and run from you. If you believe it, say amen. Psalm 126. Let's look at this. Somebody say, fight fire. Win fire. Amen. Psalm 126. Verse number one said, When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, The Lord hath done great things for them. The Lord hath done great things for us. I can testify. I nobody to testify for me. Whereof we are what? Glad. This is actually, the first three verses, is actually a testimony of what God has already done. Are you there? But we still have a situation in the earth. Look at verse 4. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, and the streams in the south. How you gonna do that, God? Look at verse 5 and 6, and I'm done. Mother, for the time that you had to be in summer. Thanks for the time that you had to go through. Here is the consummation of the word of the Lord that he gave for you. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. I've heard this scripture so much that I never associated with EC. I've never seen it applying to EC. Listen, I want to tell every mom that you blessed. You blessed if you know how to come. If you've been sowing in tears, meaning you had to go through suffering to get that child. Then you have to suffer with that child after that child gets you. You have to be up at night praying for that child. Come on, somebody. Then when stuff starts happening in that life and they get broke, you still having to wrestle with some stuff. Am I talking to any mama that appreciate this? But God says to tell you just like he multiplied sorrow and conception, he will multiply joy through conception. Because you had to have a seed and it had to be Sick. Come on. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless, no word, no doubt, come again with what, son? Bringing his sheaves of fruit with him. Are y'all listening to this word? What are you saying, Pastor? 
saying right now, every last one of y'all are always shot. You ought to be praising God. Wait, 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 wait. Let me tell you what. You ought to be shouting. You ought to be praising God. Because when most people preach the scripture about Genesis 3, they leave you right there. Am I telling the truth? And it's nothing said about how God can bring joy out of that sorrow during the session. I want you to recognize something today. You blessed to be a mother. I don't know how you got pregnant, but you blessed to be a mother. Because in the natural, God has already established two seeds and two opposing forces. But the Lord said because you have a seed in you, that seed that you give birth to is going to bring joy to you. Now let's switch it over to the spirit. Some of you in here, whether you're a mother or not, you have something in you that God has planted in you. He's planted a dream in you. He's planted a gift in you. He's planted hope in you. He's planted faith in you. And what you have inside of you, though you're not a mother, you got to learn how to give birth to what you carry. You can't let nobody talk you out of what God put in you. You can't let nobody hear me. You can't let yourself hear you no longer. You got to throw your hands up and give it all to God. Y'all sleep? Y'all making me work today. I ain't like y'all making me work. You know I don't feel good. That's okay. This is what I found out. Sister this is what I found out. Is that when I look back in Genesis chapter 26, is that the Bible said that there was a son by the name of Isaac, Abraham. The scripture said that he wanted to go to Egypt because there was a family. Somebody said so. He wanted to go to Egypt where he could just read. But God told him, don't go to Egypt. I want you to stay right here. And I want you to sow in unfavorable conditions. I want you to release your seed in a land that you don't see nothing productive. If you will release this seed where I put you, I will cause you to reap what others can't even reap in this life. A Christian mama, a sanctified mama, can turn this world with one seed. Somebody had, somebody had what we can Some of y'all in here, your children could go further if you push them. If you didn't think about just who you were raised around, how you was raised, and stop trying to hold them back whenever they get to the good fall, you'll find that God may have been a prophet. A president. You don't know what God is doing. When you give birth to the land, where the curse, God knowing who you are in him, he can sanctify that seed. Mama's hear this word. Is that you have released a seed through sorrow. God's word said you got to come back with that fruit with rejoicing. 
And the truth shall make you free. Once the word of God hits your life, it changes everything. And once you start believing that it's for you, and then you start acting on what he said, I don't care what's been going on, your house, I'm talking about lineage, your house will be there. Your house will be there. Right there in the, in the land where he was at. Here's what happened is that because him being the son of Abraham obeyed the Lord as he released his seed, I, it did not It did not rain, but his plans came. I'm going to tell you what it is. The fields of the earth are reversed above what we can imagine. What's on the surface doesn't really give you the true depth of what's going on. He didn't have to have rain fall from heaven when God put water underneath the ground. And in the midst of what's on the surface that looked dry, God is able to bring something up wet that's going to produce life. And this message made this Meaning that your children on the surface, the thing that they're going through, it may look dry right now. But God telling me to tell you that he's working behind the scenes. And I'm done. God, praise God.